to see the smiles on people's faces. When we go and do our homeless mission that we do once a month at the field house for the homeless in Hattiesburg, we carry donations down there to hand out. But our first and foremost priority is to show love to them, talk to them. We show that they're not forgotten about. They are cared for. Whether it's an hour, a day, or whatever little bit of happiness we can bring to their lives, that's what we're about. And that is what keeps me motivated. Welcome to the Do Good Mississippi podcast, where our goal is to showcase people and organizations that are doing good by making a positive impact in communities all across our state. By hearing the good work they're doing, we hope that you will be compelled to join them so that we can partner together and accomplish even more. In addition to subscribing to this podcast, we encourage you to connect with us through our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle DoGoodMS. Thanks for listening to the Do Good Mississippi podcast. Are you on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram? Connect with the Do Good Mississippi social media account so that we can encourage and inform you of the amazing people and organizations who are doing good all across our state. The next time you're volunteering, tag us and we'll be happy to showcase the good you are doing. Your post may be the very thing that encourages someone else and it compels them to start doing good too. Search for our accounts using the handle DoGoodMS. Today, I'm having a conversation with Matt Patterson, who's the founder for Project 25, a ministry operating throughout the Pine Belt area. In this episode, we'll be focused primarily on Matt. You'll learn of his commitment to helping those encountering tough times, some of the misperceptions surrounding individuals facing challenging circumstances, and why he's committed to doing good in the lives of others who share struggle. Thanks for listening to today's episode, showcasing the good Matt Patterson is doing through Project 25. Matt, it's great to have you on the podcast today. I'm so excited for our listeners to learn more about you and the very important work going on through Project 25. So thanks so much for making time to visit with us today. To start off, let's just hit some rapid fire questions to get to know some of your background. Where did you grow up, Matt? First of all, let me say thank you. It's an honor to be here. I grew up in Summerall, small city of Summerall. Grew up on a farm out there, a great family, doing a lot of work growing up. Uh, learning how to work, learn, learning values of hard work. I had a very good childhood. Very cool. I'm assuming high school and on to college, university, where'd you go? Graduated high school at Summerall High School. Went to William Carey College in Hattiesburg and played basketball there on scholarship for three years. Awesome. Very cool, Matt. And I know now your full-time job is you're a firefighter in the city of Hattiesburg. How long have you been doing that? I went through the academy for the city of Hattiesburg in June of, or graduated the academy in June of 2000. So I've been online basically 16 years. Wow. Do you attend church anywhere? Where does your family go worship? I do. We go to Cross Point Community Church uh, located between Hattiesburg and Summerall, and it is a, it's an awesome place to worship. I absolutely love our church family. They have been one of the biggest supporters of Project 25. Uh, they allowed us to set up a table, do announcements. People have given tremendously through church. The ladies at church do most of our cooking now for some of our visits we do, and it's just Dr. Dean Register is the uh, pastor there, and, and it's just an awesome place, and I love it. Very cool. And I remember you saying just a few minutes ago your child just got star student. Tell us a little bit about your family and uh, what's been going on with them lately. Yeah, um, we live in Summerall still, and uh, I have one of my sons is six years old, Jackson, and uh, he got student of the month. Uh, he's in the kindergarten, got student of the month last month, and I was so proud of him. He's a, a really uh, 
just awesome and, and smart little character as most all boys are. And then have another son uh, named Jace that is seven months old. And then my wife is Brittany Patterson, and, and she is uh, my rock, my refuge. She's got my back. <laughs> Very good. And what do you do if you have any free time? Is it pretty much contained to Project 25 and what's going on? No, not necessarily. I'm very lucky in the way my work schedule is set up. I try to always, when I am off from the fire department, I try to make work my other job with Patterson Trucking, Patterson Land Services. I try to do that on my days off and make my family first, always. I am allotted some downtime at the fire department, and that is when I work on Project 25 stuff. That way uh, it doesn't interfere with family because, in my mind, family always has to come first. Now, I know, Matt, you're the founder of Project 25 based in the Pine Belt area. Can you tell us what Project 25 is and why you felt compelled to create it? Project 25 is just a ministry we started to help people in hard times. It's that simple. We all have struggles. We all go through hard times. And sometimes we need a smile or a hand to lift us up, try to help us get going in the right direction. I felt a need to reach out. I have a heart for people who are going through struggles of uh, homelessness, battling you know, addiction, alcohol abuse. That's just a base for what we do in our ministry. It's just, I saw a need out there and I wanted to try to connect with people and give them an uplifting word. I know that you said that you have a heart for certain areas or certain interests. What is it that makes you specifically passionate about those different areas or, or the struggles that people encounter? And, and what was it about that that really compelled you to step out and start doing things? In society today, I see addiction and alcoholism as a huge, huge problem. I see it affect so many people and so many lives. As we were talking earlier about a ripple effect, it is a menace to families, to lives. And man, just to, to see people come out of that and do better is such a blessing. So, you know, there's so many organizations out there to help this and help that, and they're all great, and I just wanted to try to do my part at what I see as a big problem, you know, in the United States and around the world, and in my little area of the Pine Belt that I might can help. Very good. I know that there are different challenges we all face, but the areas that you're mentioning really, like you mentioned, have a ripple effect. It doesn't just affect the individual. It affects their family, their immediate family, their extended family, their friend circles. And so I, I do think it's important, like you said, to know that it's not just an isolated incident. It's an isolated incident that then has consequences far reaching. And so it is important for folks to be able to be aware that their transformation is powerful because it's not just powerful for them, it's powerful for so many other people that they encounter, that they love and want to be supportive of. Since creating Project 25, how have you personally been encouraged? To see the smiles on people's faces. When we go and do our homeless mission that we do once a month at the field house for the homeless in Hattiesburg, to see the smiles on those people's faces, we carry donations down there to hand out. But our first and foremost priority is to show love to them. That's what we do more than anything. We talk to them. We show that they're not forgotten about. They are cared for. And that whether it's an hour, a day, or whatever, a little bit of happiness we can bring to their lives, that's what we're about. And that is what keeps me motivated. One of many things that keeps me motivated. Matt, why do you think it's important for folks battling challenges, whatever those are, to share their struggle with others? I think the more you keep it in, the more it'll eat at you. 
I think when you get it out, you make it real. It quits being an inner demon. I think when you get it out, there are people out there willing to help, but if they don't know what's going on with you, how can they know how to help? I think once you bring that to the light, it's easier to deal with, in my opinion. You can talk with people. You can make yourself accountable. You can begin to pray about it, hopefully. There's so many different avenues. Once it's brought to light, there are ways to help. But if a person does not know what's going on with another person, then there's no way to try to help. Matt, what's your personal motivation for doing good? There's a lot of motivations I have. The ones that come to mind immediately are to be a good influence for my sons. That's a big one for me. You know, I had a great dad growing up, had great family all the way around, had a great uncle that I loved tremendously. They were good examples for me. That's one of my biggest motivations to be a good example for my sons to know that I always treat others as you would want to be treated. And even if at times you're down on yourself, still treat others the way you want to be treated because it will help you get to that point where you want to be to feel better about yourself. How would you define doing good? I would define doing good as just trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. I think it comes down to that simple. When he was here on the earth, he wanted to help everybody he could, but especially he wanted to help those who were hurting, who were struggling. I hope that's what we try to do is just be the hands and feet. To finish today's episode, I wanted to know if you'd share with our listeners a story of someone who may have been encouraged by your efforts through Project 25. I hope that everyone, everyone I come in contact with is encouraged in some way, but to be honest with you, I find myself being encouraged more than anyone else. There again, I go back to seeing a smile on someone's face who's going through a hard time, to uh, see somebody with a backpack on that has Project 25 on it and them carrying supplies in it that they need, to give a tent to someone who has had their tent washed away due to all the rain we've had lately, just to take a load, some kind of a load off of somebody's back for, like I say, even a short period of time. That inspires me. Everything I and we do at Project 25, I know for myself, and I, I'm pretty sure I can speak for the volunteers, we are blessed tremendously, probably more than any. I hope someone else is getting a blessing from it, but the blessing is ours and all glory to God for it. So I would have to say myself on that. How can our listeners connect with Project 25? Project 25 is on Facebook, and I do periodic posts, try to do some positive posts. I try to do updates on it. I try to post needs pages on it, do videos on it. And we are working on a possible website for the future. hope to have it completed in the next month. Matt, thank you so much for your courage to open up and share a little bit of your story and your motivation for starting Project 25 and really appreciate the good that you're doing. Thank you. In our next episode, you'll hear more from Matt about the history behind the creation of Project 25, the wide range of services and support that they're offering, and ways you can partner with them to do good right here in Mississippi. Until next time, do good, Mississippi. The best way to stay informed about the latest news and information from Do Good Mississippi is to sign up for our newsletter. We use our newsletter to let you know about featured stories of good happening in our state, upcoming podcast guests, special events that are doing good in our communities, and more. You can sign up to receive our newsletter by visiting our website at dogoodmississippi.com.